Hello and welcome to MiceCast with your hosts, Greg, Mike, and Shaft. It's Happy a new, new year. Happy New Year to you guys. Happy New Year. Yeah, same to you. Same to you, bud. And same to yeah. you and your mama and your, your dog and everybody. Right, so, let's not get so, too personal. So how was the holiday season for you guys? Who cares? Just let's move on into the Fine. show. Hey, I'm just kind of curious because <laughs> I had a nice one. You guys went to Florida. I stayed home. So that wasn't during the holidays. So that was a couple of weeks before Christmas. Yeah. Close enough. Christmas was decent, though. It was. We, we've it was decent. we've we've been on a hiatus since before you guys left for. Florida. Why didn't Why didn't you do a show when we were gone? By myself. <laughs> you do a lot of other things by yourself. Why wouldn't you do a show? How do you know? Have you been looking? <laughs> it just seems kind of obvious. You've been Tom, you. That's okay. And with that, uh, such oh, a great start he, for such a new season. He, the last, uh, the last show we uh, we there was a trivia question. We talked about the Misters in Disneyland. It's one we of those did? things. It's, yeah, it was. Yeah, what, we talked about how many misters are in. Di- how many misters are in Disneyland? Because you talked about Mr. Johnson it's, being an animatronic that oh, you liked. I, yeah. I'm sorry, my mind went to misters. I keep you cool. You no, know, water misters as mister. in formal. As MR oh, period. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, Mr. Yeah, Johnson, can, Mr. Lincoln, Mr. Toad, Mr. Toad, and Mr. And, Mr. Smee. Mr. Okay, that's when we left out. Richard said Mr. Something in the submarines. Yeah, that's right. We had four. the first officer on the submarines. I think they it was like still Mr. use that in the pleasant. No, present, they don't use that anymore. Uh, not in the and present. Mr. Smee was the one we had left out. So, okay. for those who were, have yeah, really did, did you actually that's go look that up somewhere? That. No, no. As I was cutting the show together and hearing that, I'm thinking, oh, we forgot you, Mr. You Smee. Just kind of popped okay. in. Yeah, there might be another one there somewhere that we're just not connecting. That, it's an interesting question, but. Uh, Anyways, all right. So, so should we? We uh, well, you know, you... we we had an interesting email from one of our listeners who's contemplating moving out to California. Maybe you could chime in on this. I sent him an email already. Um, Is this Mark in Montana? Yes. Okay. Uh, did he? Did it? You get that one too? I think now that so. we're putting his life crisis on the on the air, uh, do you ha- know or have any suggestions about Santa Clarita? I know where Santa Clarita is. I don't have any suggestions for it. <laughs> That's about it for me. I, I know it's not too far from Magic Mountain, CalArts, uh, the uh, the Gold Oak well, Ranch. You know, you know, I mean, relatively close. It, it's well, it's closer close, than we are. It's close um, to Lake Castaic. Uh, yeah, let's see what else. Like uh, yeah, pretty much right, right at the bottom Lake. of the grapevine. It, it right. grew like nobody's business. Yeah, it, it's it's a nice bedroom. A lot community. of Hollywood filming, you know, stuff. Yeah, a like lot of that. the old film ranches up there. A lot of history to it up in that area. All right, well, you know, so it sounds like I sent him some information based off Wikipedia and stuff I knew. Yeah, go to I, the city's I, website. Yeah, I figured he was should have been Dis- smart enough to do that himself. Disney Company but, you know. still has the uh, Golden Oak <laughs> Movie Ranch up there. I believe I said that about three minutes well, did ago. Did you say? Well, you, no, you just said movie stuff. No, going I said on Golden Oak. Disney's Golden Oak. Oh, okay. You I just didn't hear don't that part. Listen, like normal. No, I choose uh, not to listen. There's a difference. All right. Well, <laughs> the show tonight is going to be a spinoff of an email I got for my other podcast, Imagineering. Which one? My <laughs> way. I'm Tim having a hard time keeping track. By the way, Tim. the latest hit parade like- went up. Uh, right before this show, so I like, I like Mark's, Mark's coming. Oh, who the hell needs sleep anyway? That's right. <laughs> uh, so, I just did a show, and the show was basically about Disney dining 
uh, not necessarily Disneyland or Disney World, just Disney Dining, but it covered mostly Disneyland. Uh, a lot to do with the Tahitian Terrace, Blue Bayou, uh, what took over for the Tahitian Terrace, what failed uh, at the Tahitian uh, Terrace, uh, not the Tahitian Terrace itself, but afterwards. So I got into my segment. Do we, do we dare mention the name of what took over the Tahitian well, Terrace? Well, yeah. Uh, Aladdin's Oasis Aladdin's first. Oasis. Now it's Aladdin's storytelling area. Well, yeah, Aladdin's another Oasis meet and still. greet for the characters. Does yeah. Aladdin actually tell a story while you're in there? Uh, supposedly, according does to he, the latest info yeah, I could find. Yeah, does yeah, he tell the story well, of Aladdin, or does he tell some other story? Oh, uh, it's, it's a, Aladdin. Wasn't it's there Aladdin. a little indie overlay for a while? There's an indie overlay yeah. uh, opened summer, up yeah. last May during the summer yeah. for uh, the, uh, the fourth Indiana Jones film. Yeah. Yeah. So, I anyway, think that was actually pretty successful at the beginning. Oh, just kind yeah. of out. mailed it off yeah. at the end of summer. So I, I did my segment called DIY Imagineering. And for those who don't know what DIY is, you must be from Rio Linda. But we won't go there. Um, Do it yourself. Thank you. Well, you know, you can't assume that everybody knows your that's, acronyms. That's true. That's well, a we pretty might have widely known one. Uh, yes, Linda, it yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah, that's true. Because yeah. our, our podcast does reach Rio Linda, and I know some of those people are still yeah, struggling with, with life. Yeah. But um, I'll, I'll just read, I'll kind of skim over it. But anyways, I, I was saying that Disneyland was the starting place for great dining experiences. Yet in the, in the past decade, Disneyland has fallen way behind and Disney World's been carrying on the torch pretty well. Now, they do a really good job of, yeah. of signature dining, a lot of good dining out there. So I'm not asking that they bring the Tahitian Terrace back, though a Polynesian show would be okay. It's kind of set up for that. Who doesn't like hula dancers and the grass skirts and the knife throwers and the, the fire eaters and the all that fire huh? eaters and all that. You can, I mean, it's a great show. Yeah. But I thought, well, we're in adventure land, right? Yes. Yeah. What do people do in adventure land? Go on they adventures. Go. Hey, <laughs> there you go. Life adventures. Um, I feel, I feel like the, I feel like the crowd in the, Oh, that Monty Python movie, shoot, uh, Holy Grail. Holy Grail. See, where the guy, where the guy, what besides wood floats? Yeah. <laughs> what besides, uh, no, no, so what, besides which, what besides witches floats? And I'm looking at him, one guy goes, wood? No, why do witches burn? What oh, else yeah, burns? Because they're, they're made of wood. That's right. What does wood what do? It wood floats. Wood what else floats? <laughs> duck. So she weighs the same as a duck, duck, and she's a she's witch. A witch yeah. yeah, see, so on my show, I'm talking to myself. Here I'm talking to people thinking, you might respond. So, anyways, uh, you know, everybody was so sad when the Adventurers Club closed in Florida. And people talked about, wait, it'd be great to have one out here. And people were thinking downtown Disney, things like that. I'm thinking, Adventurers Club, you've got this venue of the old Tahitian Terrace that is, you know, ripe for renewal. It's practically screaming out to be reborn. So... We have this Adventurers Club and uh, possibility of doing a spinoff of that of either a dinner theater Adventurers Club or just a skippers club, like an improv club. So you, you could either do a dinner club with three shows a night or do uh, a, a meal like that with no set shows, just the improv people moving around. A lot of different um, possibilities. And I started off with things like the Rivers of Adventures Club or the Adventures River Club, all based off the old uh, Thorough Ravencroft narrated Jungle Cruise mm -hmm. album, the old 33 LPMs. 
um, when he asked you to join him on the rivers of adventure. 33 and, an hour, and a third. 33 and a third. Thank you, Richard. Yeah, yeah there's very, a lot of people who don't even know what those vinyl things are anymore. So, yeah, thanks for that. that uh, Licorice pizza. That so Licorice my pizza. thought would it be, you know, kind of in the 30s, 40s max as far as a time period. And if we did like a skipper's club, because everybody knows how well the skippers are at improv, or a lot of them are, and the, it's, it's you know a fabled thing at Disneyland and Disney World about the skippers of the Jungle Cruise. And you also have Indiana Jones in our Adventureland, so you've you've got adventurers that would be perfect for this kind of club. So if you went more with a skippers theme, the really good skippers might aspire to getting off the boat and transferring over into the improv club. You never sure, know what this could right? start, right? Yeah, yeah. So I was kind of going there, and I'm thinking, you know, some people will just say you're ripping off, you know, an idea from Florida. So what? Uh, it's not a total it's, it's, rip it's off. They're not using anymore. So you know, who well, cares? exactly. Well, it's it's not necessarily a rip off. It's just a continuation onto a well, different theme you know, onto a different part. How many truly original ideas, songs, anything are? Well, that's, that's, everybody's inspired by something they see, right? But 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 that would say. But I'm I'm just bringing up the point. Some people would complain. I would agree. Some people will complain that's a rip off. I don't look at it a rip off because. We're just taking the show and putting it I mean, into a new right. th- place. When, when, when there were just cavemen and I mean, and, and, and Joe down the, you know, Joe God three God caves it. down. Magic Kingdom is a ripoff of Disneyland. We right, had ours first. Yeah. <laughs> when, when, you know, Joe in the cave three down in the caveman days decided to start killing, you know, saber tooths, was he ripping off the guy three caves over? That was killing the house cats? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, he wanted to eat too. It's not a ripoff. It's just, you know. Um, so, anyways, you know, a lot of people thought. Things like the Wolfgang Pucks and the Mondavi restaurants didn't do well because nobody wanted to come to Disney to spend a lot of money to eat. And I'm saying they just didn't do it right because we've seen it work in Disney World. We've seen it work and get started here at Disneyland with the Tahitian Terrace, which ran for 30 years successfully. Anytime it was open, there were lines. Yep. Try to get into the Blue Bayou without a reservation. It's tough. You can, but it's tough. These kind of dining experiences are wanted at Disney. Downtown Disney's doing pretty well with well, the restaurants it has. So I think the park could support this kind of venue. If I could. You can. Just throw a... I think one of the reasons uh, Wolf King, Puck, and Mondavi Brothers uh, didn't do as well as they had hoped for is because when you're talking something like about the Disney dining, whether it's... Uh, Especially when you're talking about like the Tahitian Terrace, or even going into uh, the barbecue, or going up into uh, uh, Cinderella's Castle at what used to be King Stephen's, you're talking about a unique dining experience that was special, themed, to, themed to that area. Wolfgang Puck's restaurant, the Avalon, I didn't. Okay, it looked nice, but I didn't look at that so much as a Disney park restaurant it was just a very expensive restaurant that happened to be in a disney park mondavi brothers i looked at a little bit more themed because at least they were trying to bring the working winery style around with the great the vineyards growing off to one side and the keg room that you can go walking through with the tour on how uh wines are made but i said from the get-go those would be fine restaurants in downtown disney where you don't have to pay you know, sixty, eighty dollars to walk in through the gate to get to the restaurant. If you're going to pay sixty, eighty dollars to go walk in the restaurant, you better have something like a Tahitian Terrace. Otherwise, people just want fast food. The only thing Mondavi had going for it, well, I had two things going for it in my mind. One was its overlook of the parade route, 
So yeah, that's you, true too. They had an excellent spot you, to be able to watch. You know, the if you timed your meal properly, you could watch. What was that? Eureka. <laughs> he watched the Eureka parade go by. <laughs> what you say? Eureka parade. Eureka. Eureka. Yeah. <laughs> you know, with the watchtowers well, and the bed guys jumping on tram, you, you trampolines and. You did get. You did get the electrical parade <laughs> a number of months later. <laughs> uh, no, Eureka ran for at least a year. Yeah, but I mean, electric parade didn't come by until Mondavi left. I mean, uh, they finally brought the electrical parade in. Yeah, Mandavi was gone. But, but Mandavi had, had gone by the... But the other thing they had going for it was the yeah, wine tasting was, thing. They that still was... had the other expensive restaurant, but it wasn't Mandavi at that time. Yeah. No, Mandavi stayed at least, what was it, a year and a half, two years, and they brought the electrical parade in within the first year. Oh, you're going to make me hit Google, aren't you? He's going you're to. Gonna, you're you're going gonna make me. You're okay. going to make me prove you wrong, because I'm pretty sure Mandavi left before electric parade came. But I, I think... Go for it on I this one. I think the one, comparison to that... you. <clears throat> the theming is what makes some of these restaurants, because you go around um, Epcot and World Showcase. Is the Teppan restaurant that much better than Benihana? Well, actually it is, but... Um, <laughs> yeah, is pretty good. I, I, I've been to some good... Shogun, for example. Shogun may not be uh, um, high-pollutant, foodie, you know, fancy interiors, but it's really good food for a really decent price. But to be in Disney, to be in the themed Japanese pavilion and have the Japanese food ties it all together, makes yeah, it that's, work. Yeah, that's, that's the big thing is it's themed very well. And Avalon looked nice, but as far as theming, there was no reason for me to really want to go to that right. restaurant. I would just as soon go over to the boardwalk and get my fish and chips or my chicken and chips right, over there because at the boardwalk. in Florida... At Epcot or King Stephens or Cinderella was now Cinderella's dining or table or whatever it's called, they're not selling that. Maybe Denny's is running the restaurant, right? <laughs> they're selling you the experience. They're not telling you that uh, you know Benihana's is running the Japanese restaurant. It's not, but um, they're selling you the experience. Same thing here, you know. Mandavi wasn't selling me an experience. A little better than Wolfgang Puck. I can go to Wolfgang Puck down at the Spectrum. Yeah. Right? And 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 probably have a more rowdy meal than I probably would at Disney. And you wouldn't have had to pay $60, $70 to get in the no. front door just to get to that restaurant. Yeah. On top of that. Correct. Right. <laughs> so um, I think you're right. I mean, one of my bottom lines with Dis Disneyland starting off Disney dining in a spectacular way was that, you know, I really most assuredly will say that the Tahitian Terrace um, may not have been, oh wait, I can assuredly say without the Tahitian Terrace, there may never have been a South Seas Luau or what's now the Disney spirit of Aloha at the Polynesian. Well, I think or you want to e qualify that. By or saying even the Polynesian itself, if it wasn't for the Tahitian Terrace first. The success, you know, the success of the Tahitian Terrace, all right? Yeah, you might want yeah, to... The, yeah, the success of the Tahitian Terrace set a bar for everything to follow it. And the whole genre of the Polynesian thing worked. And I think Disney knew from what he did at Disneyland that that could be transplanted and work. Because especially in that time and era, that was big. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was big enough at Disney that they opened another restaurant. I'm trying to, what was it? Uh, the one Kona's? down Harbor? Yeah. Kona, yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, that it was a huge, very. Oh, I went there a couple yeah, times. Very yeah, cool. very. But think of this. If it did not do well at Disneyland, they probably wouldn't have taken it to Disney World. Exactly. But it did so well 
that they're like, we, we'll do this even bigger in Florida. Bigger show with a whole resort built around it. Probably, yes. Just about. Yeah. Now that, you know, they've thrown in, what's that chick from the uh, Stitch movie into the, I think oh, uh, yeah. Lilo. Uh, Lilo's Ohana. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm noticing something here, Mike. Did, did you go to that when you were at, I know you stayed yes, at the I Polynesian. Did. Yes, I did. Did you go to the Luau? Yes, we did. Okay, and she in the show? No. Oh, okay, so she just walks around the yes. resort or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, she she walks around through the show, but I mean, it's this, it's the, the show's not around her. It's not around her. No, it's the traditional Polynesian. But she's show with the she's dancers. hanging around. She's hanging around. You can get her, your picture taken with her as you come yeah, into the yeah. restaurant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, Mike. Yes, I'm listening. Uh, it's been quite a while since I've been here at the uh, secret beachfront studio uh-huh. over here with Mr. Greg. And I, I just now noticed something that I, I had always suspected with one of his other shows. He scripts the show. He's reading off a script from his <laughs> other show. I know that's it's not, a secret. It's not. It's, it's not, not like secret. one. It's Are not like that? one of our shows where it's just off the cuff, you know, blow it out your ass type show. That's why it's, it's, so it's bad. really a scripted show. Anyway, that's not. That's not a secret to anybody else. Maybe it was to you, Richard, but. Um, you know, I don't just pull these things out of my backside when I do my <laughs> other show. I actually think about it. You know, this show is known to be about nothing. That's uh, right. That's right. <laughs> Better than <laughs> So, after all of that, I, I got an email fairly quickly from the guy that goes by Brad on the Mitten. We've got many emails from him in the past. So, he wrote me one over at Imagineering. And he says, hey, Greg, I was just thinking about your idea for the Skippers Club. It sounds a bit like a character meal for adults. <laughs> Greg, what are your thoughts on character meals? Don't you list all character dining, Greg? I don't mean to impugn your idea. It's just that it sounds like a character meal. And as Earl says, and that's Earl from Trapped on Vacation, for those who are not familiar with, with the name Earl, the Adventurers Club is like a dining theater without food and more drinks. Of course, Earl would notice the more drinks. Part. Yes, of course he would. Okay, so... Yeah. I think your idea is extremely viable. Thank you. I believe, per your discussion last year, MiceCast number 85, looking back and ahead, I guess the guy listens a little bit. Yeah, uh, once in a while. People would enjoy this so much on the right coast, and I, I think so too. I don't think anyone at the table or anyone listening at the time would have thought that it would be closing in nine months, meaning the Adventures Club, I'm sure. And so in closing, I'd like to say that your idea is fine, upstanding one, in, in uh, parentheses, as opposed to downstanding, not quite as good, end of parentheses. <laughs> Yet it sounds like a character meal nonetheless. A character meal for adults. Thank you for your time. And again, in parentheses, if you actually read the email, if you skip to the end and read it again, <laughs> then this is a loop until you actually read it all. Oh, at the start, at the beginning, with all the love for It's a Small World, Brad on the Mitten. Well, I I, I will say, I got to disagree. That's kind of funny that a a character dining for adults. I I, I don't think it'd be character dining. I I can actually see a real... Because I remember the Polynesian show, and of course I did see the one there. Well, well. you know, in a way way he's right, though. Think about it. The people like Earl and Mel and all the people who regular the Adventurers Club, regulars. I mean, all those locals out there at their local yeah. park, yeah, yeah. At that that little thing over there. Um, it was about 
the characters. It really was kind of a character a character thing for them. They went for the characters. They didn't go to drink, well, just to drink. Yeah. You go for the characters. Right. So in this case, we're not going to see Pooh. We're not going to see Stitch. We're going Let's to see, see the skipper. The characters. The yeah. If you went to the improv, you're going to see a comedian. Right. You're going to this, you'd be going for the characters they're portraying. Right? Right. Right. Now, we've but, never classified something like the Golden Horseshoe, which was another great venue at Disneyland that they axed. But it's, it's well, about the, Golden the characters. Horseshoe, the Golden Horseshoe Review was axed. The saloon still stands, and they just have a different show in there now. Sort Billy of, Hill. Sort of a show. That, at least there's something I, going I, on. I like Billy Hill and the Hillbillies. I they're, mean, they're not bad. Yes. It's an entertaining show. It's just, you know... Growing it's, up with the other one, it seems like a sad replacement. But Billy Hill's not it, bad. It's, it's better than it was better than uh, Woody's Roundup. Hundred percent correct, right there. But but I in a in a small sense, in a parallel universe kind of sense, he's right. It is kind of a character meal. I've never but, really thought of it that way. Yeah, but you know, like, well, I you know when I look at the character meal, I look like the character breakfast and the where you sit in your dining. And you just have the characters walking around talking and inter intertwining. Oh, I guess if you get the so, live one. Yeah, that's so, the Cinderella yeah. Royal Table, all the girls, yeah. you know, their face characters. That's true. Yeah, yeah, not the stuffed ones with the heads on them and stuff. Right? Yeah. And um, but, this last trip to Florida we had at Park Fair, and they were all face characters. Um, really? But Wicked I, Stepmother but, uh, Shoe's actually kind what, of funny. I thought, wasn't Park Fair, isn't that based off of the um, uh, uh, Mary Poppins? Uh, it was Cinderella for us. So we had Prince oh, okay. Charming, the two stepsisters. Uh, That's the Grand Floridian, Silla. right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the stepmother but and, you know, Cindy herself. If, if you come into the Grand Floridian, hang a left by concierge. It's right back there, right? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. But I look at... What you know, I don't look at this so much as a but that's a character breakfast where they're just kind of interacting and wandering around. I not to be at, confused with character breakfast, the fine outstanding podcast. <laughs> right, exactly. Let's yeah. not let's not confuse. We'll, we will say the character meals that they mm -hmm. have at the parks, where the characters just walk, mingle around with the guests while the guests have their meals. A costume sometimes. Sometimes they they physically accost you. Yes, they do. Um, <laughs> oh, shut up, robot. So. Um, but, you know, you take something like the uh, saloon, the Golden Horseshoe Saloon, you take something like the uh, Polynesian Terrace, and I, unfortunately, have never been to the Adventures Club, but the video that I saw that you had... That well, the you pictures of Boot Girl should have been enough. Yes. Um, different in that you actually have a planned entertainment venue. Yes, it might be individualized to the audience, and that's the whole purpose of stage, is to individualize... Totally but Well, even their, even their set shows... Had a lot of improv to them. They, they and, reacted but, off the crowd. Sure, right. sure. It, yeah, if somebody was doing something. They would... But it's a set that somebody is going to be up, and here's how we're going to start, and then you take it from where you're right, going to go right, in there. Right, right, right. It's a staged entertainment show, a video, which is yeah. which is much different than I can what I consider a I, character I, meal. I, I well, but, he's poking some fun. At I know me he's I'm poking not a that big character meal, but uh, but uh, that's aficionado. But I you'd have to go to the tweens for some of that. Yes, but I but I do look at the. Uh, entertainment dinners with, as a always, always a good viable platform, a good viable uh, venue to go to. Well, let's think about this for a second. What entertainment dinner still exists 
at either of the domestic parks or domestic resorts. Let's not say parks. Uh, the, the, the domestic resorts, is there still really any live entertainment at restaurants? Not counting the Polynesian. Well, no, that's one. Okay, I there's one there at the that, Polynesian Resort. I think resort. you have to count that. Okay. You, you have the Hoop-de-Doo Hoop Review. Hoop-de-Doo, yeah, Hoop-de-doo. it's the next thing you don't mind. Which, is, which I've always considered the Golden Horseshoe on steroids. Yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> what else takes two dining plan tickets? Isn't there a Mickey's Barbecue? I don't know that they always take two dining, but I'm just trying to think. Is there anything? Because you go around World Showcase, those are strictly themed dining locations. Well, the oh the beer, beer garden the beer garden has, has live entertainment. Band. Yeah, not always though. You're not guaranteed. Like the night we were there for Bleep and Fest, we didn't get a peep out of anybody in Lederhosen. Really? Not <laughs> one Lederhosen stepped on that stage when we were there. How shameful. Yeah. So you know that's it's not a guarantee you're going to get that there. Uh, and that that would have been, uh, I think, a close second, but. Do you? I guess the big question would be: Do you go to beer gardens for the little Oompa band? No, no, no. Exactly. You go to the 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 Luau for the entertainment. You go to the Hoopty Doo for the for entertainment. The entertainment. Uh, you go to the Golden Horseshoe for the entertainment. You used to go to the Horseshoe. I still go to the Horseshoe. Yeah, but you don't have to. That. You can wander in and out anytime you want. It's yes, not you a, can. It's not a planned meal. It's it's type. it's it's not like it used to be where you actually had to get reservations ahead of time. Or tickets that morning. Or tickets that morning. That, yeah. Wait, it's kind of used to. Be. Um, but I, it, those it's are the still... only two I can think of: Hoop de Doo and the Spirit of Aloha. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, let's think. Oh, uh, wait, wait, wait. Let's think real let's carefully. Think carefully. Yeah. Oh, sci-fi is like sort of leaning to the left or right of that i mean it's it's all part of the whole package to be entertained it, you, you're you're going in there for the ambiance of the themed in but it doesn't have i would say entertainment per se you're not going in there to see the movies <laughs> no although no. that is definitely part of the ambiance <laughs> to go in there uh, but but you're going in there for the for it's it's a good themed restaurant 50s but. prime time uh, that's just the wait staff. Surly part of the surly wait staff. But you don't. You don't have entertainers per se. No, that they are, can't they're be entertaining. They're very yeah. entertaining. Yeah. Um, that's why I'm saying these because I don't want somebody to come back later and say, "Well, shoot, you missed the obvious." Well, maybe it's not that obvious. It's, yeah. it's not entertainment per se, like uh, the Golden Horseshoe would have been or was no, the Hoopty Doo things like that. Well, let, let, let's let's put a definition down. Dance numbers on here. What, what, Mike? So, I'm, well, you know, I'm thinking of stuff that's like song and dance numbers, right? Well, you're that's watching, what I was going to say. Well, top, sort of... You used to have Top of the World at, which is now the which the, had the Broadway well, review Cal- up yeah, there. That was now great. Now the California Grill. Yeah. Uh, everybody says the food is great. I think the the lost venue of the entertainment is too bad. They could have done an equal but, food experience with. The entertainment still, but that costs so, some money. So let, let's let's put it down into a definition of what we're talking about. We're talking about. I think it's someplace, pretty clear. Yeah, it's not. But, it, well, but it so wasn't clear to you that I in. had a script for my other show. So what a <laughs> entertainment dinner is may not be clear to you either. So well, I'm just saying. So we don't <sighs> have somebody coming in saying the corn dog roundup. The corn dog cart at the fireworks does not count. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> and, and, and the reindeer roundup over at Big Thunder Ranch in Disneyland doesn't count because we're talking about a place that you can actually go have a meal 
whether it's just fish and chips with the Orleans cake. joint over what is that cafe not cafe Orleans the next one over. Okay. Uh, yeah, French up. market French market French just market they have, yeah they have a jazz, jazz band, band. They have a jazz band But there. you don't go there for the jazz band. Well, some people will go there for the, for jazz, the jazz band. band. So we, we, but they, that's not the draw of that restaurant. No, no, no. The draw no, of that you, restaurant happens to be that it's there and you need to eat. Yeah. Okay, but, so you're, but you're talking about places that charge extra money because of entertainment then. No, no. I'm talking about something where no, you Greg go is, there. Greg is, Greg is trying to well, establish that entertainment... The entertainment's a draw, so you pay an extra money for that. The shows, the show far, the shows we're talking about, hoop de doo Yes, uh, they, correct. They fall into that Paris, category. These all had scheduled show times. Well, let me let me also put down this here, Mike. If put it down, put it down. Golden Horseshoe. If you weren't going there to see one of the shows, whether it's Billy Hill and the Hillbillies or the old uh, Horseshoe Review. Would you go there just to get something to eat? Yes. And I do all the time because not that many people know that you can go in there and get the, the same thing as the stage door cafe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. Knowledge, knowledge of... But River Bell Terrace doesn't count either just because you can see, see Fantasmic. Fantasmic, right. <laughs> but I'm saying if they don't have a jazz band going that day over at French Market, that's not going to keep you from going to the French Market if that's Correct. where you want to go to But eat. if they're not doing a stage show at the Hoop de doo it won't be open. Right. If they're not doing a show at the Golden Horseshoe, it won't be open. Yes, it will. No, it won't. I mean, it'll be open between shows, but if they shut down the stage show that day, the Horseshoe would most likely stay closed. I've never seen it closed, and I've gone in there, and there's been no Billy Hill on the schedule, and it's been open to eat. They still had people up on the stage, though. No. No, 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 yeah, no. Had... There's, there's no guarantee. No, 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 no. no. Fact there's that many, there's many years that there's nothing going on in there, and there you could go in there and get food. There, well, that's true. Okay, Coast, I'll grant it's you that. Open, it's, a food, it's become just a food location. Okay. So, that doesn't count. I count it, but the, if the you want to count it, The old Plaza Inn doesn't count because there was a band playing. That, Plaza Gardens. Plaza, sorry, sorry, Plaza Gardens. Which Border doesn't line, have a restaurant anymore. That was close, though. How about Tomorrowland Terrace? Okay. Tomorrowland Terrace, then. No. No, uh, no. It's really got to be ones that you have to make the reservation for. Okay, These are okay. all great kind of you're, side you're shows. You're going there specifically yeah. for the show. Those are great side shows to be entertained while you're there, and many people will plan their meal. The old space yep. place. Yeah, the old space. Many people will plan their meal because they know that Papa Do Run Run's about ready to play. So let's go I get like lunch. Discovery and watch Papa Do Run Run. Discovery <laughs> was okay. Um, I like Papa Do, do you Remember Run, that. Yeah. We, I think we talked about this way, way back, and it might have been before you, Richard. Um, before my time. Before your time. You the old space old stage. Yeah. They had a band that was kind of like this futuristic band. Yeah. And the, the stage it? would Z-Lex? rotate yeah, and they'd yeah, come out. Yeah. Do you remember what they were called? I think it was a Zelex. They had or like a like girl lead singer, I think. And remember Charlie? Old shriveled up Charlie? Yes. It's like it was her, her grand. Uh, oh, grandfather. yeah. Like, all, all shriveled up, Charlie. <laughs> Poor Charlie. <laughs> he still comes to the park all Poor the time. Poor Charlie. This guy lived a couple blocks away from. He could see Disneyland from his house. Uh, what is that? Cerrito Street that goes out the back, the, the old back used exit. To, of, used to, right? yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, you pass his house. He had an old Model T, I think, in the driveway or the garage. Yeah. So we may give it away to some people. This poor guy, if, if he worked a double or took an overtime shift and got home after a certain time 
he would be locked out of the house. This guy's like 70 years old or something. His wife would lock him out of the house. No one comes in after, let's say, 10 o'clock. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that guy, you know what? But he loved his wife. He had a great time. He was he could be a little grouchy sometimes, but he was a nice guy. People, you know, we're out in the park. You hear a call. We got a lost stroller by Small World. Everybody's like looking the other way to find something else to do. Charlie's right over there to help somebody with the lost stroller. Yeah, he was a good you know, man. So he's a very good guy. Still, still, he still but, comes in. He's one of the golden ears, and he still comes uh, in the park quite often. Very funny. Yeah, he was there Charlie. forever. He was yeah. like 30, just, 40 years. Your description yeah. cracks me up, though. Well, that's um, what you think about him. He's like this little shriveled up old guy. Not <laughs> quite like that, uh, the curious case of now, whatever. Uh, like. Benjamin Button. Yeah, we just saw that. Very good movie. Very long. Oh, yeah? It's made from a short story, and I don't think they took any pages out. Yeah. <laughs> now, now I wait a second. Make... Wait a second before you go on. All right, so we have to give Richard his props because Madavi and the Electrical Parade overlap by three months. Hey, Thank Richard you. Manish, July fourth, two thousand one, for Electric Parade. Madavi pulled out in October. Thank you. Yeah, I, you might have been right. With Wolfgang, would have been gone. They the both night. left at the same time, October. Yeah. Really. Oh, that was probably their contracts ended at the yeah. same time, huh? Uh, they, they, no, they had a Madavi had, had ten years. He signed up for ten years. Yeah, yeah but they both years. had a bailout clause on there. I'm but sure. see, if, if we don't see any uh, people come in in the first year and a half, we are gone. And uh, there, there's talk about it that uh, one or both of them kind of uh, poisoned the pill by suddenly shorting their operating hours or suddenly making certain dishes not available so pe fewer people went in so that they can get rid of the drop the number you know basically did a uh, major league no, I was going to say major yeah. league's the first thing that came to yeah. my mind basically did a major <laughs> league just to uh, try to shorten up their contract but by this, the way this guy is dead the um <laughs> <laughs> well cross him off <laughs> take him off the list <laughs> Disneyland's Tower of Terror shop is finally selling these bells yes. with the logo on it. Yeah. They were selling it for years, it's just, just the silver, silver bell. bell. Yeah. Now they have, and their logo is slightly different than ours, or this Disney World one. They finally are selling them. I'm very happy. Um, I'm glad. glad you're happy, these little yes. things excite me, you know. <clears throat> we know that. So I, I can't think of I'm any other lasting shows that are still going on except the Poop Dee Doo Review and the uh, Polynesian. And, you know, uh, let's see. Now, I have the window to the world. I may as well use it. Now, you know, then the there, question well, is. We know there's nothing at Animal Kingdom. There's there's no, I mean, there's there's just the first kind of, uh, you know, ADR type place just went in, right? With the. the Yak and Yeti, yeah. You know, the. I finally, hey, I finally no, got, I finally went chart. down to Camp Mini Mickey to see the Lion King show. Yeah. That's the only thing in there. Duh. Oh, no, no. Isn't, isn't it's, that where... Uh, oh, you have a bunch of character meet and greets, too. Bambi and her friend, or Pocahontas and her friend. No, no, Pocahontas is closed. Oh, is that there's, gone now? Yeah, uh -huh. so there's one thing in, and one thing, and one way out. The so time guess what? I saw The Lion King, uh, Pocahontas was still there. Pocahontas. <laughs> no. Well, she wasn't there her. this... She wasn't okay. there in December, so... so what did you think of the Lion King parade... Stuffed in a building. That was okay. It was fun. The kids liked it. I guess that's the bottom line. Yeah, what pissed so, me yeah. off though was a big old, big old fat traffic jam getting out of there. How many oh, people sit yeah. in that theater? Oh, I don't know, three hundred maybe at least. No, I'm guessing. three, 
300? At least 400 because there's 100 in each little corner. Okay, so why do you ask? I, was, well, I thought you might have a better idea than me. Nope, no. But I think it's in the 1,000. I think it's in the know, thousands range, you know, 3,000. Joe is stuffing our parade in a building and adding a circus DLA in the middle. Soleil, yeah, yeah, yeah uh, they have the monkeys on the bars and they have the, the people up on the rope and stuff. Yeah, but yep. I thought they were going to do a story. I didn't realize they were just singing songs and then tried to have a story that hey, we the African dudes were. Yeah, we're the, the traveling. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, I thought they were like telling the story, not just stuffing the parade in there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, guess guess this goes right into the subject of what we're talking about. Guess who I found out is just, is taking over the old uh, Burger Invasion at California Adventure. Uh, that's where McDonald's used to be. That's where McDonald's Burger used to Queen. be. Burger Queen. Burger <laughs> Queen. <laughs> Wendy's. Wendy's. Yes. Um, That'd have to be a national. Rainforest Cafe. Wendy's is national. Oh, Laurie's or what's her name? Not Laurie's. Um, really? Yeah. I, and how uh, does that fit into the California theme? I have no idea. And it'll be since interesting there's no rainforest that I can think of in uh, middle of downtown the LA states, or well, especially in California. Well, right next to Mulholland Highway, <laughs> in the middle of a pier off of Route 66. Now, if they had done T Rex instead, now the same company owns T Rex, right? Yeah. So they could T Rex would make more sense. Well, I just know the the company Rainforest Cafe is taking over the ra- restaurant. I don't know how they're going to theme it yet, but oh, uh, interesting. Because well, I found that out because I that's uh, not in the blue sky room. No, because when I went over to uh, Rainforest Cafe this last week, I was yes. they were pushing trying to get you to pay the money for their little membership card so you can get your fifteen percent off your meals wow, and okay. merchandise. Yeah, I, I found out my was, my annual pass wasn't good after four. Yeah, and I I was asking, okay, I fi- what? I finally felt like Earl as a cat oh. member. You can't eat at certain times and get your yeah. discount. Yeah. So I uh, was, I go, well, what's this good for? And she goes, oh, it's all the Rainforest Cafe. And I go, okay. And she's explaining all the Rainforest Cafes that are here locally, meaning Las Vegas and San Francisco included. And I'm going, okay, that's, I guess South that's Coast Plaza. South Coast Plaza. I get, you know, but she's referring to San Francisco as being local. Yeah, okay. It's in California. It's in California. And and then she mentions, and then we're going to be opening our new restaurant up this next year, over in California Adventure. And I go, oh yeah, where's that at? And she goes, oh, it's going to be right there by Mulholland Madness. It's right across from Disneyland. It's right across. <laughs> 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 but she goes, no, it's right there, Mulholland Madness. Guess, you know. <laughs> no, I don't jest, and don't call me Shirley. Uh, <laughs> uh, now I have to say, since we kind of hit on Rainforest, and I just did T Rex, I would that, rec- that could very well be. I the would recommend T Rex. Their animatronics are a bit cheesy, but so is Rainforest. Uh, it's noisy, it's loud. The kids will love it. They make a lot of noise. There's a build a dinosaur instead of build a bear store in there, which I thought was kind of cool. A lot of dinosaur merchandise, especially the young boys will like. Uh, I, I give this. I got the T Rex two thumbs up. I'd eat there again. In fact, we went back for desserts one night. They got this volcano thing that they serve with these, this ice cream and cake platter where there's four pieces in each corner. That, uh, I have to make a little fun of Holly here. <laughs> Holly, Chris, and Jimmy, Galactic Hero, went there for dessert. We ended up getting some onion rings that were very tasty. Not quite the rings of Beta Z, but close. Uh, nothing will be like the rings of Beta Z. Nothing. Definitely nothing. 
Um, oh, there was a show topic. I got an email from somebody that said there's a video on YouTube trying to explain how Star Trek should come to Disneyland or is coming to Disneyland. I got to look that YouTube Uh, video up. But anyways, there's a a themed restaurant there, Quarks. It wasn't so much that was a great that was a great place. Yeah, it wasn't the so food much the was food. good, but it was about the. It was really the theme, the, theme. the theming yeah. experience. So a, a Klingon coming to bug you, or in in the middle of this this ice cream platter and stuff was they had this container where they put hot water in. Frangy asking why your women are dressed, and and it's yeah, <laughs> it's just the fog is all over the table. We're the one of the last few people in there. They're probably thinking, why the hell are you guys coming in now? You know, but we actually thought it'd be open later. But anyways. <laughs> Holly, she's like eating her ice cream. She goes, "This doesn't taste like ice cream. Doesn't there's like no taste." It was the whip. It was the whipped cream on top of the ice cream. Oh, I so much wanted to say, "Oh, is that the way you do it in Oregon?" You know, it's like you know. But uh, it was. We had our funny moment with uh, Holly, but she was a good sport about it. But that would the T-Rex is kind of fun, and the food was good, and the uh, menu's a little bit different than Rainforest. Um, so I, if you're I out could, there, try it. I could picture I, I, that as a theme, too, because you got the dinosaurs out in Cabazon, yeah. which is out near, for those that aren't familiar, Cabazon's a small Indian community outside of Palm Springs, and one of the guys that worked for Walter Knott helping him build Knott's Berry Farm built these giant concrete dinosaurs out there out in the middle of the desert oh. wanting to make a dinosaur park you could see them clearly until they built a denny's and a burger king in front of them and the denny's has oh, since gone can, long gone you, you can, can still see them see very them. easily yeah. it's along uh, interstate 10 if you're in what's ever funny out is the, the little shop inside the belly of the uh the brontosaurus. Brontosaurus. yeah which no well that is a brontosaurus that is a brontosaurus. never corrected it to the brachiosaurus which is a very different animal yes so yes. so um i take it at the t-rex they're, they're they don't you don't hit you with the conservation message like they do at Rainforest, right? No. And okay. the, the, well, it's thing, a little late for them. Yeah, you know well, how, that's the point, right? You, you know <laughs> how I complained about you know this new kind of Walt Disney's California Adventure, and they, they, they took the Palladium for the entrance like Disney World did? Not yet the Palladium. The pl- not the Palladium. I'm sorry. I Pan, do that every time. The Pan, 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 Pan Pacific. Pan Pacific. Pan Pacific, Pan Pacific no. Theater. That's a Pan Pacific? Yeah, Pan Pacific. Yeah, it was a Pan Pacific Convention of okay. what, 19. It wasn't built till like 1935. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we ride. talked about that last time. Uh huh. Right. Yeah. Now we're in T Rex. You see a bunch of dinosaurs, and in this one area where they have these um, the meteors, mammoth. meteors coming. In. There's a woolly mammoth in there. It's a little baby woolly mammoth. Totally the wrong time. And, wrong t- you know. period of time. Yeah, they came uh, out long, a lot longer. Well, that's just like well, DreamWorks is picking that up right now with the uh, new uh, Ice Age movie. Dawn of yeah, the Dinosaurs. Yeah, I saw that. Um, uh, yeah, dinosaurs actually came <laughs> first by a couple million uh, years. So that's all right. It's just uh, what what the quote call it? Um, plausible was it? The plausible impossible. Yeah. You know, if you you, you know people people for a long period of time have confused some eras with like saber tooths and woolly mammoths as a being kind of back way back then. So it's all fun. It, it was, it's it was a fun, fun time, yeah, and uh, it makes for a good story. That would be, yeah, that would I would like it if they did that variant rather than a rainforest. You've already got the rainforest. Why repeat it? Yeah. What are they gonna do? Rainforest light? You know. Well, that and again, you're talking about California Adventure. What rainforest is in California? 
Besides the Los well, Angeles Arboretum sure or the Huntington. I'm sure there was a rainforest before us humans way came in here the day, and yeah. destroyed yeah. it. Yeah. So. yeah. Well, wait a second. No, I think the rainforest came in after us humans here because this was all desert and scrub bush. And, and uh, yeah. Yeah, we, yeah. Anyways, well. For the better part. Oh, no, I know. We, we, yeah. We've, in a way, have terraformed uh, yes, Southern California because it was a desert. But All right. Yeah, well, without William Holland. Yeah. <laughs> going got going back to your question about the... Uh, about meals with entertainment that you schedule, right? Yeah, so we come yes. up with hoop to do and and uh, did, spirit did of the Well, you know, I'm hitting this website that's known for their information and these kind of things. What and would they, that be? You might as well give them a shout out while you're at it. All ears. Okay. Okay. And they talk about the afternoon tea at Grand Floridian. Not a whole lot, so I I, I kind of <laughs> discount that one. That's, okay. that's, afternoon tea. Oh, I'm not gonna go put my not, my pinky up no, in the air. It's, and have it's, some it's tea. like no, no. the Mary Poppins tea that you I know. I, I, saw, I saw where it was when we stayed there. I saw it going. I'm like, yeah. no, that's not. The information no, no. doesn't doesn't land. But the Mickey's Backyard Barbecue is oh. is a dancing interactive kind of thing where you spend extra money and you get to. That's out of okay. Fort Wilderness, right? Yes. And then the other thing is this My Disney Girls Perfectly Princess Tea Party. Um, wow. It's like 250 bucks for one adult. No! Wait. No. One adult and one child, 250 bucks. So it's 100 uh, each, like 125 each. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, could dress up. Special tea party with Princess Aurora. Hey, I can dress up in the privacy of my own home. <laughs> That's right. I don't need to pay for that. <laughs> and I've heard about you dressing up as a princess in the privacy of your own home. I don't need to see that. Good thing he's not dressed like a princess now, right, Richard? Uh, Damn straight. Okay. Uh, the tea party is hosted by a magical rose from Aurora's Garden who will lead sing-along storytelling in a princess parade. So that's something that gets scheduled by my book for people not, to go. Not quite on the level of what we're looking at, I don't think, but nice try. Well, 200, right, but $250, does that still go over in this day and age? with? Jeez. Uh, in addition to the tea party, princess cake and meet and greet with Aurora, each guest from 3 to 11 years of age will receive My Disney Girl collectible doll plus accessories, a tiara, princess link bracelet, princess scrapbook page, and a best friend certificate. If a little Woo! boy wishes, if a little wow. boy wishes to attend, they'll receive a teddy bear <laughs> and princely crown instead of the doll and tiara. Uh, oh, he doesn't okay. get to dress in drag. No, that's very unpolitically un correct for Disney okay. not to offer that for the young boy. Uh, a number of months this, ago, listen wait, to this. Wait, wait. Adults receive a selection of hot tea and a luncheon plate with small sandwiches, cheese briquettes, lavash crackers, and fruit for two hundred fifty bucks. Stop! Stop it! Wait. I can't take any more. Children receive juice and a luncheon plate with fruit, small sandwiches, and heart-shaped peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Obviously, people are paying for this crap. It's unbelievable. 250 uh, includes gratuity, but not tax for one adult, one child. Additional adult guest 12 and is 85 plus tax. An uh, additional child is $165 plus tax. Holy crap. Refunds okay. available if you cancel more than 72 hours from the date of your event. Oh my okay. Holy crap. Okay, I, I got to say... A number of months ago, we brought up the subject, would people be willing to pay X amount of how many dollars for a private party, what was it, that private evening over yeah, at... Yeah, the, the, the new... And we were talking the, about yeah, the, a couple hundred bucks. Night, the, and, night, the Nightly Kingdom. The Nightly, nightly Kingdom, yeah, yeah. And we were talking about, would people be willing to pay that? And I was thinking, no. There's always somebody... I, I stand wholly corrected on this. Uh, okay. Uh, SeaWorld, I guess, is doing okay with their little nightly extra money place or 
Maybe it's a day place. I don't know what it is, but I'm sorry. You know, tea is going to be not tea. It's going to be a soda and some crackers, and we're okay. just going to sit we and don't watch travel. TV. We don't travel Jeez. in that society. No, that would pay that kind of money for a freaking tea party. I can't afford to travel in that okay. society. Now there may be somebody in flyover country, possible, that will save a year or two to because their child wants to experience this. You know, God bless you. Yeah, I yeah. ain't fucking doing it. Yeah, that's amazing. That's so, amazing. so if if it's a parent with two children, that's three four hundred and fifteen dollars. You know, you know, I'll go buy her Halloween I, costume. She can do it in the living room. I, you know, I, you know, I cringe. I don't, I, I'm, I don't want to say cringe, but I, I shook a little bit as I handed out a few bills to be able to go to the hoop to do. But at least you get decent meal. All you can eat, food. and there was a lot of entertainment, and it took a good part of your evening. It wasn't yeah. like it was just a little nothing show. It took yeah. a good part of hey, your evening. I'll, I'll go get Carrie the Cracker <laughs> down the corner and dress her in a costume. Carrie the Cracker. You got to get my kid a costume from the uh, costume store down the street and do it in my living room. I don't you need got, to pay Disney that kind of money. You got, got Crackers in HB now? No, not that I know of, but it just sounded good. Jeez. It was better than Compton Carlotta, you know. So. Compton Carlotta. <laughs> I guess it's Holy now Huntington cow. Harriet, right? Okay. What? Huntington Harriet. Huntington Harriet. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, just good. <laughs> right yeah, now, we got a, a lot of women a... there listening going, wait a second, that's, that's pretty close to my name. Oh, sorry, She'd make, that make a great character at your freaking grown-up, your adult adult character meal there <laughs> huntington harriet yeah. harlot well, Carrie. well what, wait what do we do for um what do we do there's got to be some play off that guy at the end of the jungle cruise that you know uh trader sam trader sam i went over there the other night and says boy your your wife cooks up good or something. What was it? He's got all those jokes about. Oh. Yeah, it's my wife. He's cooking and all that stuff. So, yeah, Trader I mean, Sam would be a good character in there. Yeah, you know, I, I, that would be funny. Or just just uh, just put a oh. pile of stuff there. See Sam. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. There's all kinds of uh, interactive. Oh the, kind yeah. Of there's stuff a lot of stuff around you there. Going back. To okay. Oh, no, now. Okay. Well, let me ask you though, because I thought you told me at one point they had gutted that kitchen. Yes, it did. So there is no kitchen there on that no, side it, anymore. Let me. That's what I was just about to tell oh, you okay. on this. Okay. As you remember, Mike, on the backside of the Tahitian Terrace is the Plaza Pavilion. Correct. Okay. Over the last number of months, they gutted that entire building. It was just literally a shell. They they took out the concrete. It was they, a shell of its former self. Shell of a former self, and even was missing the roof. They redid the roof on it now. And if you go into Disneyland now, you'll see that they're redoing the roof on the Plaza. Well, yeah, Inn. I saw everything was off. Yeah. Of it, yeah. Well, the Plaza Inn now has stuff all around it. Shut up over there. Um, but anyway, so they completely rebuilt the kitchen. It is a brand new kitchen in there, state of the art. It is. I'm telling you, it's really a nice kitchen in okay, there. Okay, so why are they building a kitchen? Why for did they do that? Well, makes you wonder. Okay, the reason is, I think it's this week or next week. The New Orleans main kitchen, which is the main kitchen that cooks for the, the French side, for yeah. the West Side, it cooks for the French Market. Uh, Blue Bayou, Cafe Orleans, and Club 33. Hey, are you saying all that food comes from the same place? So I could go over to the French Market and get the same food that I'm paying X amount of bucks for? Pretty the doggone close to it, yeah. Good, yeah. good luck finding a steak at the French Market menu. Yeah, really. Oh, you might get a steak sandwich. <laughs> you might get a steak sandwich. But anyways, they're closing down the New Orleans main kitchen for, for a number of months. For rehab. rehab. 
where they're going to gut out that kitchen. It it hasn't been gutted in all the years you and I've worked there, has it? Right. No, it hasn't. They're they're digging into the concrete. It hasn't even had a rehab, really. It's it's got a couple minor rehabs. So some guy could scrub out the pots. I mean, but that's about it. Well, that's the thing. They're gutting this because they need to redo the drainage. The drain as you it knew the pro- back there sometimes. Yeah, it's been kind of a problem back then. They're going to be taking out all the old drains out of that area, and they're going to be relaying new plumbing. Do you remember when we were in Vegas last year? We stayed at the Timeshare, right, right behind Hooters, and as we the Hooters walk- Hotel and Casino. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Not Hooter Harriet. Uh, just. <laughs> Yeah. Las Vegas Lucy. Yeah, Las Vegas Lucy <laughs> next to her dumpster. Yeah, no. Um, as we walk past the Hooters restaurant portion, you know, there's their trash cans. And I think I mentioned to you, why does every food venue, and it doesn't matter where you go, I'm, I'm not going to say in the world because I'm sure in some parts of the world the smell would be quite different. Oh, yeah. But you can walk past any hotel, the Disneyland Hotel, Knott's Berry Farm, the local Hyatt, something Excuse about me. the trash area, they all smell the same. It's the grease. It's that grease and food scrap stuff. It's, yeah. it's but you, it's it, for people who have worked in food service, they, they'll go, yeah, it's like going back to the dark yeah. room, right? It's you, a smell you'll never forget. You wouldn't believe I, I had to rearrange. I just helped the economy buying a new vehicle, family you vehicle. had fecal matter? You were... Vehicle. Oh, vehicle. Yes. I thought you said and so I, I Because it is a larger vehicle than I had before. Did you have to pay that sur- surcharge fee? Or... Yes. <laughs> no, but because it's larger, I had to rearrange things in the garage to be able to fit this car, this truck in the car, garage. I came across my old darkroom equipment. Oh, well, did you? <laughs> Covered about that thick of dust yeah. or so. Did but... you sell it? Can you sell no, it? No, but I'm, yeah. get re- I'm getting ready to because there's, I don't know. I don't know who's going to buy it. Is, has anybody even oh, used Oh, no, I still see anymore? people on Flickr and stuff that still talk about doing, you know, hands-on film work. I still have all mine up here, too. Now, I... Anyways, going back, they're going to get the uh, New Orleans main kitchen. Okay. And this kitchen over yes. at behind Plaza Pavilion, or I should say inside Plaza Pavilion, is going to be handling all the food for the West Side I, I know there's, oh, there's always the logistics question. How are they going to get it there? <laughs> they're going to tram it over. Around the back, around and back of Jungle Cruise. Okay, okay. But now, is there a possibility that they'll open the front side of it? Now, here is the very strong, and it comes from somewhat reliable sources. The rumor mill. Now, is this the same rumor mill that uh, got us a uh, frog and on the Mickey Flower? No, this uh, is a different rumor mill. (laughs) This is a different rumor mill. This this is actually from somebody that works for the company, not somebody on the outside. You know what they say about frontline cast members. No, this is actually someone that sits up in the uh, hot dog. Up in the TDA building, Team Disney. Oh, you call that the hot dog? Yes, because it has mustard on one side, relish on the other, and a bunch of weenies down the middle. (laughs) (laughs) I'll give give a shout out to whoever got that one. That's that's kind of funny. That was mine. That was Uh, mine. I even told that one to Matt Wiemit when he was our president. He thought it was the most hilarious, and he referred to it as the hot dog all the time ever since. Interesting. Okay. Um, Anyways, the word is... uh, the New Orleans main kitchen, I understand, is supposed to be open near the end of summer. They're going to have to do oh, this end through of a, summer. Nice. end of summer. Because it's, it's amazing. Like good, I said, they're digging planning. out the concrete and everything. Well, I guess they should have done it a little sooner. Well, this is whatever. <clears throat> Holiday crowds, though, are still, you know, we're, we're still yeah. kind of Yeah, you're, big, you're balancing yeah. Two, two seasons that you got to get right. done in between, yeah. So when they reopen New Orleans main kitchen, the thought is they're going to reopen the Plaza Pavilion as a restaurant. 
Now, when I peeked in there walking and by the other day, it looked like they're they going had to it reopen the Tahitian Terrace restaurant as more of a Tahitian Terrace type. Because yeah. my my specific question is, are we going to get that stupid feta cheese pizza again? And they said no. They're going back. They're going. They're developing a new menu, but it's going to be more like the old Tahitian Terrace. Well, they was, had but teriyaki the and chicken. Show. They had a lot of you know yeah. Polynesian food. Now, last time I just the other day I walked past the Plaza uh, Pavilion. And it looked like they still had it set up from when they had used it as um, annual yes. pass holder. Yes, the, ca the camera the mounts are still inside there. It's still uh, it's still being used as storage predominantly when they had they still have a little storeroom built on the front that they used for the pin traders. I was saying, don't I can't I I just can't believe they let the pin traders yeah. take over that and, place. And but don't they do some the chef doors? thing with the kids where they crayon and draw there? No, well, they, cookies, make yeah, cookies. They, Make cookies there. Okay. They make cookies. And, and that was sponsored by Nestle, who no longer sponsors that. Have That's your, why they don't Did have your kids anymore. do that, Mike? Yes. That was their my big kids, thing a couple years ago. They, they had a good time? Okay. That's yeah, good. my kids had a great time. We had to do it too. every time we went in there. Are you, ta are you kidding yeah. me? So, Are they making cookies? Uh, is it free? Yeah. Yeah. So. And they got to keep um, their yeah. creation at, when it was all over. So all, I, all the counter spaces. You, you, you got to keep it? They, well, okay. They, the kids mixed up the dough. They took it in, Tinkerbell they put it in the threw magic stuff. Oven. They put it in the magic oven, brought it out. You know, thirty seconds later, done. So okay. So the cookie they got was not the cookie they mixed up. No, right. right, right. So they they didn't have the easy bake oven over there. No, no. no. Uh, it was the magic right. oven. You know what's interesting magic, is but, what you guys get to experience with your kids is a whole different experience than what my kids did because they're like almost ten years older or more than your kids, so they experienced different interactions that aren't yeah. available to you anymore and you're getting some that weren't available um it's, it's well, just that, it's interesting that cookie thing became a pain in the ass because you had to get there a little early then they draw their freaking it, yeah there's only hats. so many they can there yeah and then they'd have to carry the stupid chef hat the rest of the time they're at disneyland don't eat the cookie now i mean just you know <laughs> well see my kids were older so they could eat the cookie right then no no they didn't want to eat the cookie now oh they didn't want they to eat the cookie save now. It. Oh, i want to save no, the my... cookie if they, if they didn't eat the cookie, mom and dad ate the cookie then. So, okay, so you know, who's the past east, right? <clears throat> Anyways. There's a good possibility we might yeah. see these venues open the, These again. venues are supposed, supposedly not – maybe around Christmas time we might see the uh, Plaza Pavilion open up this next Christmas. Plaza Pavilion might open up. And supposedly by spring or summer of next year, 2010 – we might actually see a new uh, dinner show, or I should say uh, meal show, because it's supposed to be lunch and dinner, uh, over at the uh, old Haitian Terrace. So they, have time, they have time too? They have time to implement my plan. Yes, they yes. do. So you, you can claim credit for it now. <laughs> yes, Draw the plan. Uh, Better get your yeah. business Thank plans. you, Al. You know, the list is getting long and Thank distinguished. Thank you, Al. <laughs> I, I, can, I can, look, I could go back and find the submissions I did to, uh, we've talked about this before, to the I Have an Idea. The rubber bands, which no one will ever see, over at Cash Control. Saving, recycling of rubber bands. Yeah. My idea, I submitted it. Painting the dinghy boats in Pirates of the Caribbean to actually look like boats rather than the bright colors they used right. to have. I submitted that. I had drawn an idea and shown it to a few people but never submitted it for a very similar scene to what they have now with the treasure and the bird. Mine included a guy in the hole you know, singing the song and little dust coming out of it now yeah. and then like he's digging the hole. Um, very similar to what they have now. But what was the other one I claimed credit for? Just the oh, the the dream suite. Yeah, I, I've been saying that for a while. Now yeah. we have the dream suite. Well, so. you know, you, you talk about I have an idea. My mine were uh, on my I have an ideas. 
when they uh, wanted to change the uh, paint scheme from the gray submarines to the yellow submarines, and we <laughs> actually had what looked very close to the yellow submarine Good from the Beatles. Good thing they didn't put screen doors on those. Yeah, ones. and they <laughs> changed it with the little turquoise and the pink coloring that they had on. <laughs> I put a whole new paint scheme on there that looked like, quote-unquote, research subs, and I got my nice little letter of thanks, but no like thanks. That, like then, that one with the Bill Murray in that movie? Which one? When they were down that research sub, Bill Murray, Steve. it's not just... Oh, yeah, <laughs> the Life Aquatic. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what would be good now is paint them black. Stealth subs? What? No, it's just like what the big uh, the big sub... What is the big class of sub now? The big nuke subs are black. Oh, yeah, the... Uh, the Ohio class SSBNs? Yeah. yeah. Or the Jimmy Carter class submarines? So, but, you know, I take that. Um, I put the, in the... Uh, have an idea for use instead of using the propane and natural gas to cook the churros, churros use a yeah, toaster. I remember that. Yeah. Put a toaster oven in there. Well, that's what they have now. Um, uh, Wait, I have it. Wasn't back in the day they had one electric one that always was catching fire? No, that was the propane ones that were always catching fire. And we that that was part of the problem. You had you had the propane that was one catching fire. Uh, two was. When the uh, grease would fill up on the, uh, oh, what is it that allows the air-fuel mixture to go in there? It burned the bad. Regulator? Oh, the orifice. No jokes from the yeah, <laughs> okay. gallery up here. Thank you. I, I, did, I, I don't go. want to hear about your orifice. Okay? <laughs> you, 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 would, you would have... Stop! You would have... You would no, have no. Yeah, Okay, wait a breathe that stuff in, and they'd pass out on the wagon. And then the other thing is, one night they had a couple of those... Uh, Propane bottles spring a leak, and they had all this propane fog all out in the backstage nice. area. Did you have an idea about Sticky Bun One, where you just worked there a lot? I, I worked there a lot, but I, it was the same idea using an electric oven. The idea came from very simple. Uh, I we went to Knott's Berry Farm, and uh, where I worked, where you worked at that time, you were still at Knott's, and I was watching how they cooked churros there, and they actually used a toaster. Yeah, we oven. used little toaster ovens. We put and like I'm going, five or six of them in at a time, shoved and the door going, closed. And... Yeah, and, and you and I remember you and I were talking about. It, and I go, well, that won't work for us and because we, we need something yeah. that could cook them faster, more, faster, and more, <laughs> faster, more. And yeah, and then within, we hung them up on that rotating thing, so you know, they yeah, in that yeah. warmer all the time. Yeah. But but then I saw within about a month or two of that, one of those conveyor belt toasters that they at a restaurant where they just put the toast on there and it just went through the conveyor yeah. belt and toast. I had that's exactly what we need, and I wrote up this whole thing on it. And uh, yeah, you were given yeah. a middle finger. Yeah, I was given a very thing. I was told that electric, uh, electric, you cannot cook. That yeah. it is physically impossible to cook a churro with an electric oven. It just doesn't work. And I go, well, try to tell Knott's Berry Farm that. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm remembering this wrong then. What? Was it, wasn't there at one point one churro cart that was electric and the rest were propane? No, there was one. There was at one point one churro cart that was natural gas and the rest were propane. And then, well, yeah, then eventually they went into a prototype electric cart that was the basis of what they all are now. All right. See, because I still remember you complaining about the one electric cart catching fire all the time. Uh, there was initially a problem with... Uh, Boy, the, is this stimulating podcast? It had, yeah, it, it, is. Had, it had a politically incorrect nickname as the Challenger. No, 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 no. No, it was always referred to as you shuttled the cart because of the Challenger. Okay. Okay. You shuttled something the like, cart. Something like that. Fine. All right. Well, Does, does teriyaki always do that to you? Is he I passing gas over there? About. Okay, never mind. Is he, is he, is he, is he passing gas? Is he breaking away, Richard? 
I don't know. He's 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 pointing at the dog dog? and saying "bad dog" right now. But um, so uh, (laughs) okay, so fine. So no, there was there was an initial problem with it, and that was solved pretty quickly just by uh, because the grease catches it, it builds up in there, and the and the grease catches fire. But that was taken care of with baking soda. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. All right, so we'll probably beat this one to a pulp by now. Okay. Have we? Sure, we beat wait. them all to a pulp. Oh, wait, 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 off topic. Let, let, let's, let's go. Let's go into the topic of the future. Do you think there is a future for these dinner show type deals? Do you think uh, because what what were the problems that ended a lot of them? I'm going to a guess it's probably them? just well. How many have causes? ended? What were some of the causes okay, of Golden, why the horseshoe Golden, review? Golden horseshoe ended. You, you had an aging cast. Um, but bring new cast members in. Dick well, Hardwood came they, in. Dick Hardwood did. There was that other guy that we were considering for West Fest that I can't think of his name right at the moment. Um, it, yes, you have to slowly move them in, and and but I think Disney looked at it as a part of. You're thinking. I just thought of something on another tangent. It's just, you know, what are you gonna have to pay these guys now? You gotta. I think they kind of looked at it as a way to end the. Something you know, you got to pay. They were they wanted they had to if they click, kill the show then they don't have to pay the big astronomical salaries, bring the show well, back with cheaper labor. Yeah. yeah, I mean they tried some other shows with variants of the original. Um, I mean, what, the Tahitian Terrace was simply killed because they wanted to cash in on Aladdin and it, that didn't work out. Now the one thing that Tahitian Terrace might have going against it is weather. We don't get bad weather a lot but it is open air yeah so well, that could paint, be fixed. you know that that could be fixed but it's got to be fixed in the way that it doesn't take away from the venue well i mean just extend the patio cover out or something yeah there were some covered areas um but not everything was covered so i don't yeah, think because they, they wouldn't like that, losing seatings to inclement weather that's for sure yeah. i don't think any of these were lost to lack of popularity. They were lost to bad ideas. It, bad ideas. Is it making us money? Do we need this? Um, we've talked about the loss of entertainment around the park over the years. It costs us to have bands playing at the Tomorrowland Terrace and at the Plaza Gardens. They don't make us any direct money. We saw it in security. You guys don't generate revenue. What what are you doing here? Well, maybe we save revenue. Yeah, maybe, by keeping you know, merchandise inside the park. Or, yeah, or just the safety. You know, it makes it makes the customer feel better to know that there are people around to help them and stuff like that. Yeah. You know? So, um, but there's always been that struggle between: do you help the bottom line, and can you show a well, direct, you know, uh, entries into the revenue stream? Well, in that case, you're talking about, okay, I can understand something like the Tomorrowland Terrace, where it's a show that's a free show you're going to go and watch. When you're over at the Plaza Pavilion, or over the Plaza Gardens, where you had the big band orchestras and the dancing, that was a free show. You didn't necessarily have to buy anything. But what about the shows? Right, but you don't think those shows, when they had regulars, generated oh, yeah, sales? You worked at the Tomorrowland Terrace. But, uh, Did you not see... Oh, yeah. Uh, People that oh, yeah. were returning all the time. That's true. But what about when you have a show like the Tish and Terrace, where you are directly 
bringing in rev- revenue because people are paying extra money to come to that dinner show. Yep. Uh, you yeah. have something like um, Golden Horseshoe where you had reservations. People are coming in there, and they're definitely buying the food and drinks in that restaurant. Now, the, I, think, I guess a bigger question on the Tahitian Terrace was, was the show <coughs> a loss leader for the restaurant? Did the restaurant necessarily cover all the costs of the entertainers? That's where my question is. Is Was it so much of an overhead? See, this was that... really a question for the Adventures Club. And, you know, Mel's got it worked out in their head. I mean, roughly figuring out how many people show up a night, what a drink costs, how much they pay for a drink. Right. Uh, you know, yes, it was a moneymaker. Well, yeah, I'd actually have to see the pay. I believe her. I think it was a moneymaker. But there is always the slightest possibility that it wasn't. Well, you're the one. We're not you're, enough of a money maker, right? Yeah, you're you're yeah. you're the architect that's always talking about. Am I? Yes, you are. <laughs> that's talking about. You're supposed to be able to make so many dollars with so much space. Is it enough of a money maker for what they're putting into it? Are you making a large enough profit margin well, on I, it, or I are you just barely okay. making? But the profit? question would be, like right now, I think one of the worst things Disney can ever do is to shut a venue down, and it's obviously <laughs> shut down, and it. To me, it generates the question of why is it shut down? It's not like it's the middle of the winter. You know every restaurant's not open. Uh, you walk by these places, Plaza Pavilion for one, um, Tahitian Terrace for another. Um, but we could probably find a few more where the places are obviously empty. They're not being used. If they had replaced it for something, a plus shop. Yeah, if, there was, if there was a thing to sell the goods of Adventureland in the Tahitian Terrace, you might say they make more money off of the merchandise location than they do off the restaurant. Well, it, but they haven't replaced it with anything that is a money-generating venue. They well, found an empty hole that they could throw Aladdin in now and call it a storytelling thing, <clears> but it's not directly making any money. Well, in the case, the case of the Tahitian Terrace, I think that one also died because, like you said, they were trying to go off the Aladdin hurrah when Aladdin was out in the theaters. So they changed it from the Tahitian Terrace to this Middle Eastern, uh, what was the name of this uh, the country? Agrabah. Agrabah, yes, Agrabah. We are in Agrabah in the tale of the 1001 Arabian Nights. And they put in this show, but they had all this cuisine that nobody wanted. And as a consequence, very few people went to that restaurant. Well, and what they created, again, instead of appealing to the family... They were appealing to the six-year-old. They targeted a very young audience with a very adult menu. And I'm sure there was chicken fingers or something on the menu. Maybe not. I don't, I don't remember what was on the menu. I know I walked by there, and I'm thinking, oh. Well, yeah, that was me. I never uh, wanted it. was it. also pricey. Uh, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't cheap, but I don't expect those kind of places to be uh, too terribly cost-effective. But... You've got to put something on the menu that people would enjoy. Bingo Barbecue has done outstanding. That's the kind of food you're going to be putting in the Tahitian Terrace. I went, um, let me see if oh, I can. And you heard what's opening up uh, no, I March, didn't. April? I'm sure you're going to tell me. Uh, yes, the uh, barbecue restaurant's coming back up at the ranch. Oh, really? Oh, oh <coughs> my God. I feel like Doug Heffernan right now getting excited about food. <laughs> food. Oh, yes. Yeah, but... Yeah, but it'd be too much to see that place right now. It is completely gutted. It'll be too much to hope for. The old menu comes back, though, huh, Greg? 
Oh. Half a chicken, half a chicken, uh, some ribs, uh, beans, what, what I, corn. What I've been told it will that, be that a very gutted. That kitchen's been gutted. They're re rebuilding it from the ground up again. Oh, well, you know, only uh, because they probably let it deteriorate yes. for the last. The smokers are gone. Uh. I understand the smokers are not coming back. They're they're going to have uh. pre-smoked meat. Uh. And one other thing's going to be changed. They're not going to have an outside pit anymore cooking the meat. It's all going to be done in the kitchen. Yeah, They'll bring it out. Uh, out but, yeah, but so, it was still the best value. I understand it's still going to be a very similar menu, though. It's best best value for the money in the day. I think that is going to be open. I think that's supposed to be open in time for uh, Easter vacation. Oh, I love going even during the the holiday parties. The fan, the the uh, for the employees. Where did you go eat? We always went up and ate there. Yeah, everybody oh. went up to eat there. Oh. Even when you just went into the park, to, you know, on any regular day, where yeah, do you go? No. Eat? You go over to the ranch. That was because it was worth the money. Ten bucks and you got a boatload of food. Yeah. Okay. I give you an idea of what the lunch menu at the Tahitian Terrace was back in the sixties. Now, and the menu itself is a is a work of art. To it's very sixties. It's very Disney. It's it's, it's just, the classic to, uh, Adventureland oh, yeah. artwork that. Go go to yesterland.com, look up the Tahitian Terrace. Okay. Okay. The the steak specialty broiled teriyaki steak. Three twenty-five, <laughs> served with green vegetables and Cantonese rice and fresh pineapple. I mean, the Polynesian combination platter: barbecue ribs, crisp fried shrimp tempura, chicken almond with Polynesian vegetables and Cantonese rice. Don't tell them what the price is. How much would you pay for this, Mike? Uh, yeah, price is right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's read that again: barbecue ribs, crisp fried shrimp tempura. Chicken al almond with Polynesian vegetables and Cantonese rice. How much would you guess? Well, I'm looking at the menu, so I'm spoiled. Oh, cheater! <laughs> but well, I found something interesting. $1.85. What's the Monte Cristo sandwich cost today? Any any guesses? Oh, I know oh, that it's one. Like it's 23 uh, bucks or something like that? Oh, no, it's not that much. It's like Well, it might be in the Blue Bayou. What's it across Bayou, the street? It's, it's like uh, $12 or $14. One dollar and fifty cents. Right, Served with golden batter or and French fries and fresh fruit. Oh, and the uh, the uh, cast member special right there that you always grab the sliced turkey sandwich. God, I wish as a kid I liked this kind of food. I mean, I saw the the show once or twice. I wasn't real big on this kind of food, but um, this I'd be in heaven right now. This, I mean, so you see the artwork. I mean, the artwork on this is just outstanding uh, yeah i want to know what i was gonna go uh, look and see if they had the aladdin oasis menu or not here oh they do have aladdin's oasis dinner show Yay. oh there you are oh they totally butchered this place um nope nothing nothing about that see, it was nothing well, worth well, mentioning okay uh enjoy delicacy meals of exotic Delicious meals of exotic delicacies, including Papadam wafers, Papa wafers, a mint chuni sauce, fresh fruit with honey yogurt sauce, shish kebabs, beef chicken or vegetarian, rice nut raisin pilaf. raisin nut yeah, rice pilaf. What um what year was this menu from? Uh, they say the sixties. They didn't have an exact date on it. Why? Uh, because I'm gonna do some. Uh, uh, currency oh. conversion. With... And this was also a lunch menu. 
Yeah, this um, was the lunch. It wasn't the dinner show. All right, but, so. But you know what? Did, what did a person make an hour back then? A dollar twenty-five, if that much. I mean, yeah. I don't even think that much back then. Anyways, so um, have Over we have here. we killed killed the? Uh, con- I mean, Wait I'm looking second. forward to seeing some more dinner shows. I'm hoping. Holy cow! What? Um, in two thousand seven, three dollars and twenty-five cents from nineteen sixty-two is worth twenty-two dollars and twenty-seven cents. Oh, so it's right using, online with you know, uh, using well, the consumer price index, right? Because they have different indexes. Right. Um, okay. Well, using, let's let's compare this. All right. I I went to All Ears Net for my uh, Imagining My Way show, and I I listed what the cost for the uh, the menu in the Blue Bayou is. The Blue Bayou ranges from twenty seven ninety nine for Island Chicken uh-huh. to. Thirty nine ninety nine for Bayou Surf and Turf, which I have no idea what that is. Surf and Turf, that's well, uh, steak and, and steak. Uh, lobster. Oh, okay. Steak and, steak and lobster. lobster, yeah. I usually get the filet mignon. It's 36 bucks. There is something else here that I can't pronounce three of the words. It's portobello mushroom and, I don't know, caucus, uh, maki, cool. No, it's couscous, maki, oh, that's, chow. That's how you, you say it? You know what that oh, is? Okay. That's couscous. Uh, okay, I've never seen couscous written out, so. Yeah. <laughs> it's 27 bucks. That's so. Duck. You know, here's a high-end restaurant at Disney, right? Yeah. So you're you're on average you're in the thirty-two dollar range, probably right here. So you're saying at the Tahitian Terrace menu from the '60s, and you just randomly pick '62 uh, today because well, it, op- it opened in '62, and the most recent data is for 2007. Okay. And the, and the broiled teriyaki steak, which is three dollars and twenty-five cents, comes out to. Twenty-two dollars and twenty-seven cents. So, so it's right in yeah, line. It's a little under what the Blue Bayou would be. Yeah. Plus, you're you're gonna get it. Well, don't forget th- so. this this menu that you're looking at. I believe isn't this a dinner menu? No, uh, yeah, that's the dinner lunch. available for dinner. Lunch. No, I'm. I, we're talking about the Bayou. Oh, menu. oh, oh. Yeah, my, the my Bayou, Bayou menu, Bayou menu just, and yeah. dinner menu is always a little higher than the lunch menu is. Yeah. Yes. So it's, it's hard to tell the difference at Disney, but yeah. Well, it, it, you can tell the difference at uh, Blue Bayou because they actually have two separate menus. So, anyways, so have we okay. killed the subject now, or have we well, put a couple? Well, I think I think we killed it a long time ago. Okay. But, you know. What subject? <laughs> what was the subject again? Greg's adult uh, uh, character dining for adults. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> I'm sure that's going to be the tagline for this show. I just. <laughs> Hey, if that's what it takes to get that kind of idea operating, which I think would work really well. I agree. It would work um, exceptionally well. You know, yes. I, I think we do, need to do it. Do you think it, ha- it to to work well it has to be in Disneyland? No. No, I, I think I think we have the venue ready. Available and, there. And yeah. Disney, I think Disneyland's looking for something like this. Because, you know, of course, my other idea that we've talked about on this show, I think even – um, it's at DCA, and Richard would know the the venue. I actually never got to eat in there. I walked in there once, and Richard Hollywood and Dine. The Hollywood and Dine. You got all these different types of menus, right? There were like five or six different. There, there's yeah. four different stands actually. Yeah, in yeah, there. yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And then would you're... that not be the greatest place in the world for a sci-fi dining? Yes. Yeah, what? But we are going to get the sci-fi dining, so they say well, that's going to be part of Cars Land that's being built out in the uh, Timon lot. Really? Yeah. Sci-fi I, I didn't see that in the blue there. sky. Room. It, it was mentioned at the cast member oh, meeting. Oh, okay. So that's, you're also the blue sky flying room. the flying. You're going to be doing the hubcaps, which are like that's the old ride, flying yeah. saucers. Uh-huh. 
right? I don't know if that was mentioned in the Blue yes, Skyrim. Yes, oh, it, it is. is. Okay. It's in the movie if you watch the movie. Okay. But yes, we're if you haven't getting... read the book, see, see the, the movie. movie. Thank you. Um, <laughs> thank you, Mr. Smythe. <laughs> so they told the cast members we're getting a... We're supposed to be getting a sci-fi diner. Oh, I am so jazzed. That was that was the way everybody else said when they announced that it. That is such showed... a cool restaurant. <laughs> and I mean, they the food the, uh... is... The food's okay. okay. Yeah. But, but the, the ambiance is the best. I've had ribs there that just fell off the the bone. I've had ribs there that were just okay. Um, so, uh, what's my who's it? Who's the? Uh, oh, that guy. I know that guy. Yeah. yeah who's uh, the new big designer from WDI? I I'm trying to think of his name right now. Not John Lasseter. <laughs> hmm. John Weiss. Weiss. John, Bob Weiss. John, John Lasseter. <laughs> yeah, Weiss. When he was announcing it to uh, to the. Uh, the forum that I was sitting in and they announced about having a sci-fi diner at Disneyland. Yeah. That was the reaction. Everybody goes, Oh, oh yeah. Cool. Great. I mean, it was like a whole bunch of little kids suddenly in there. Yeah. It'd be awesome. It'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, and everybody, the only people that didn't have an ooh, ah, were the people that haven't seen experienced or experienced. It. Have no idea diner. what have it no is. Idea what it is. Yeah. And they're saying like, what? And everybody was, you can hear all the murmuring. Everybody's going, oh, that's the greatest place in the world. God, see, oh, this is going to be so awesome. Going well, all right, well, bring, 50s, bring the 50s primetime diner into the old Hollywood and dine in. Something oh, yeah. has to go in there. Right? I, I really think, and that might, that might be pretty good with that little quasi uh, 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 car dining place that's out in front that well, not you know, really used for anything. You know me, you know, I'll, 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 I'll take I'll... full credit here. I'm still yeah. pushing for uh, Circle Vision, world premiere Circle Vision, yes, to go into the Millionaire, millionaire Theater into the. You know, I so. I love Circle Vision, but I know so many people in our little community now that we, you know, get emails from and all that. That, you know, the Circle Visions, though, I've been in full theaters when I was just at, in Florida. It's not necessarily the fan base's favorite attractions, but. The, the attractions I, are still full in the parks. But uh, yeah, the attractions are still full in the parks. And the thing is, I think with the new technology, with both the digital projectors and the digital storage, you don't have film cabinets that you have to switch over. So you over. can change the show. You can flip the button. You can have a different show for every show that day. It could be interesting. And I, I mean, I'm not against it because I like Circle Visions. I don't know how no. Disney might view a brand new one. In comparison, I actually think the Timekeeper type show where they had interaction with a uh, animatronic along with the show was pretty interesting. I like that one. Yeah, I never had a chance for to see that. I never saw to see Time Timekeeper. Did get to see Canada this this last trip. Oh, what do you I, think of the new Canada? While we're still killing the airways, yeah, killing time. I liked it. I was it was nice to be in a Circle Vision theater again and see Circle Vision. I hadn't seen it in well, and, shoot, ten years at least. So you haven't right. been going into China one or any of the other ones when no, you've been in Florida. No, no, no. I go into I go into each of those shows every time I get a chance to. Well, you know, anyway, I, buddy. it was it was nice to revisit Circle Vision. Um, come to find I, out, my wife can't do it anymore. Makes her why? sick. Why? Oh, it's oh, sick too easy. It's... I almost wanted to call somebody out. I traveled around with in in Florida who is someone you would have thought had done everything, who had never been in France. Oh, geez. So we took him and his wife in France, and he says, I've never been in here. And I might tell you off air who it is, because I'm not going to... I have a guess. You, know, you, you already gave I'm a clue not, when you said he and I, his wife. I'm not going to name his ass, but uh, well, uh, I, I mean, was surprised. How many married people are you hanging around with? 
and that's got to be some of the best music in the park. Well, yeah. In that show, yeah. a little dated now. They could they could stand to update some of the clothes and things. You know, date those kind of movies. I don't know, uh, but it's a great is, theater. It France. I mean, don't they still wear the same clothes as? Anyways, uh, we we won't go there. So, Mike, so you got it now. If <laughs> if um... funny on biography <laughs> this last week, they had a biography on Martin Short. I was just saying. If Martin Short becomes any more irrelevant than he already is, <laughs> um, they could easily cut him out of the movie and do a new voiceover, cut the movie down by maybe three minutes, and it would still carry on as a decent. Yeah, because they didn't. He he wasn't. He was he was only in superimposed on the scenery like once or twice. Oh, Otherwise, he's on it, so there's... Not really. Only Just, he's got like, the little scene about him playing hockey. Hockey, yes. He's got the snow scene at the beginning. None of them are really green screened over the actual. But either uh, way, they could be they could be taken out fairly easy. Is is. Yeah, they could cut him out, put somebody a little more relevant. Or I actually like Martin Short. I think he did. I okay. like him too. So. But um, yeah, the movie could survive when you say, "God, doesn't Martin Martin look young?" You know, 10 years, and they, they still got Martin Short making a joke about Fast Pass that's been gone for seven years, you know, or yeah. uh, something like that. You know, <laughs> yeah, That's right. I got Fast you, Pass you, for Soren. Uh, yeah, let's, yeah, let's say Soren's not there anymore. I mean, I doubt it, but you never know what, what could happen yeah. with Disney. I mean, they, uh, who would have ever thought Horizons would close? Yeah, really. World I, of Motion I or, you know, well, some world of these motions, places. World of Motions. Or, uh, or they, take, they, they utilize the queue area for energy. Is part of the show, so you have to wait outside. What did you say? For energy, you know, no, before, Alan's energy adventure. Before that, I said they take the queue area. Oh, I thought you said queue line. No, right? no, I, I, I know better than that. They take the queue <laughs> area, and it's now it's part of the show. It's, it's a pre-show, so they have to, yeah, they have to hold you outside. Because it if you don't see that whole really... pre-show, you don't get the rest of the attraction. Right. Right. It used to be that kind of cool uh, block shifting thing. Exactly. Yeah, it's hard yeah. to describe it. You'd have to see pictures yeah. of it. But but you're you're correct. Yeah, if you walk in a little late on that, and they're still letting have, people in. You have and you're halfway through. You're, through it, you're like, um, what's going on? Hmm. Yes, so I should just keep... sit in my thumb when I go through this, right? Because I have no idea what's going on. So they keep people outside, and yeah, that's a crying shame. It it it. I cry every time. <laughs> Do you really real tears? <laughs> So yeah, I, I I I'm glad you went and saw the Circle Vision. I think it uh, I, I thought they did pretty well. What's funny is um, we talked about character breakfast earlier. Kind of pondered that for a moment. I made a joke about it. The Canadians on that show, uh, I, I I may be missing this a little bit, but I'm pretty sure they didn't think the old show was very good and didn't really represent Canada. Uh, the Canadians I know liked both shows and thought both of them represented Canada, though. Maybe these youngsters on Character Breakfast, it's not a Canada that they, they've experienced because it was filmed before they were born. But uh, they didn't change a whole lot of the film elements that I remember. Uh, I think there's the scene where the Mounties come surround you, I think is a cleaned up print. That might be, uh, but but yeah. some of the vistas and the scenery they're showing you, that I, I don't remember. I think that. that's completely new. All of it? I'm pretty sure. Short of a couple, maybe the geese flying, the you know the bears doing the, no, the the Montreal hotel thing that you see, you know that's represented there. That, but you, that, you uh, maybe, but you know some of those vistas, the there are new buildings that 
are you know modern era yeah yeah uh, yeah not olympic venues well maybe one was an olympic venue i mean because chris was pointing out hey i work right over there was you know, really? I've, I've been here Sweet. this is real close to my house you know it was very, it's really cool to see a show like that. Well, I did the same thing with when someone the who's from there. <laughs> you know, well, every time I go on Soren, my kids are like, "Where's that house you built?" You know, because yeah, we right fly there, right yeah. over that PGA West yeah. shot, which they say is Palm Springs. It's not even close to Palm Springs. Well, it's kind it's of like around Quinta. The it, it, Quinta, that's right. It's, it's close to Palm Springs, like uh, Orange County is to LA. No, like Magic <laughs> Mountain is to Santa Clarita Valley. It. <laughs> yeah. Shut up, Richard. <laughs> um, but yeah, Magic so, Mountain I like is to, in Santa Valley, isn't it? I'd like mm-hmm. to experience Ch- China with someone from China to yeah, that would do be the, a, kind of the same thing. Yeah. kind of say, oh, yeah, you can do this. That's not really accurate here. Or this is. It'd be really cool to see. Yeah, that would be fun. I would like that, too. Yeah. Oh, That's boy. not talking about... Oh, are we looking for an excuse to stop? No, no, no. no just okay. You said things that, oh, okay. I saw this. We just kind of kept going and talking yeah, yeah. about it. So. Well, actually, I'm looking for... I think it's time for us to call it a night. Okay. Why getting sleep, I, Richard? I'm, well, I, I'm I'm not at my usual studio that I have at well, my home anymore. Okay. I'm over here. So a couple house cleaning, studio. housekeeping, whatever things. I a done. while a while ago, we were emailed by uh, the Complete Walt Disney World 2009 Guidebook, and they sent me a little advanced readers uh, ex- excerpts. I, I was a little them. disappointed because I thought it was going to be the full book. This is the first time I have been sent something that has not been the full book. Um, so a little disappointed, but it looks like it's going to be a very nice book. A lot of color photographs. They're claiming it to be one of the only, or has the most photos, something like that. Uh, So we should say thank you to Julie, Julie, Julie and Mike, Mike Neal. It's called the complete Walt Disney world, 2009. I would say this is kind of like, if you remember the golden days of the burn bomb guidebook, not the post I'm dead burn bomb guidebooks. Um I'm I'm dead. We're just gonna keep this is going. like that but even better. I, I think well as far as there's a lot of pictures and stuff like that. And then also a little while ago I got I a nice um, it's, it has a really a uh, nice uh, breakup on here. Yeah it does. It, it's looked well organized, uses yeah. a lot of color to coordinate things. And uh, a little while ago from Lou Mangello's uh press people, I forgot uh, uh what do they call themselves Forgot who the, his publisher is now. Uh oh. I hear it somewhere. Don't uh, forget these things. Uh, the Intrepid Traveler. How could I forget that? Uh, they sent me one of his desk calendars, uh, Walt Disney World trivia, where every day is a different piece of trivia. So just since we're here recording on Tuesday, January 6th, uh, just a little bit of trivia. If you could fly closed in 1989, making way for Delta Airlines sponsored Dream Flight Attraction. So if Very you couldn't live without knowing that, you now do care of Lou Mangello. So thanks to Lou for that. Like that <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, that's, that's looking pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I thought so, Whip Girl was pretty good over there at the... Uh, I'm not sure who you're referring to. That was the, uh, the, the <laughs> yeah, show. I know who he's talking about, this cowboy, this cowgirl here. That's yeah. exactly <laughs> he's talking about. Yeah. Uh, and Whip we also girl. should mention that the DPN's West Fest 2009 is coming up May... I think it's actually it starts already. April thirtieth, May first, second, third. Has I think it already it is. been that long. Yes, it has. Oh wow! Yes. I'm surprised you don't have the dates memorized there. Well, I know the weekend. It's the two. We're extending it to four days. It's those Thursday, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. 
Yeah, uh, April 30th so, so, through May 3rd is the official dates, right? That's correct. Yes, it is. Uh, that is correct. April 30th. And so stay tuned at the DPN for more details. There's also a, a small little survey going on. Mike posted uh, for, you know, kind of gathering information about what you, the listeners, would yeah. like to do will, at West. Will you come? That's the main question. Well, are you yeah. coming? You know, what do you want to do? Things so we can help what your you, experience at West. What Fest. you like? What you would like to adjust if you could? Call it our marketing scheme with no money. Yeah. Uh, right. To figure out what you want to do to make your experience <laughs> That's actually a very better. Nice book. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be a great book. Yeah. It's just too bad it's not complete. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I can see. It. I mean, it, it shows you. What, well, what's gonna it be. gets expensive sending all these out. Now, Richard, yeah. I could offer you an autographed copy of Brian McDaniel's. The Walt Disney World Full Report, fourth edition. Fourth uh, edition. With commentary by Greg McNaughton of MiceCast. Yeah, you notice how yeah. he conveniently leaves us out of this here. Uh, well, okay. I, I don't believe you were he, asked. So, he, and, uh, yes. he and Brian are so far each up, uh, it's, up it's each other. It's the fourth edition. Yes. Let me see this for a second. Well, I was going to, I wanted to kind of. No, I just, I just want to see the, what the cover says here. With commentary from Greg McNaughton of MiceCast. Yeah. Uh, what I was so. looking for is a certain attraction to see what. Some people think of it. What which attraction is this? Oh, the France hmm. one. <laughs> Maybe Circle Vision or whatever they call it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> not that I'm saying anything. <laughs> what? What? Okay, wait a second. Wait a second. Richard's already lost, but that's okay. I've, he didn't know I scripted I've, my other I've, show. I know who you were talking about <laughs> from the beginning when you said his wife. Uh, his wife. Hey, 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 I'm not saying anything. I know, but uh, there's only one married couple you're hanging around with. So, not a podcast, podcast reviews, reflections of China, um, China, okay. Germany. So, uh, yeah, Westfest, it's coming up. Um, it's gonna be lots of fun. <laughs> please come. Please show up. What else can we say? We don't have very many details. We will do our best to try to recreate the fun that was rabble rousers on Friday evening. Yeah, that's still, that's probably there's two meets we know of right now for sure. Uh, Friday night, the rabble rouser. It's Saturday morning, hosted by Mice Gas, and the, the Saturday morning kind of kickoff meet and greet by the DPN. I think the uh, entertainment for rabble rousers this year is going to be a certain Australian eating a corn dog. Oh, <laughs> that's yes. that's going to be the I'm, entertainment. I'm already disturbed. Um, uh, wow, well, we'll charge the girls. Yeah, make sure you the turn girls. the little kids' heads away while uh, these yeah. kind of things are going on. <laughs> kind of not family friendly. Did I sign this for you? Do you want sure. Me to sign this for you. Like. <laughs> oh, uh, while you're signing things, I got this uh, check that. Yeah. Anyways. I'm not Colonel Potter. You can't pull that one on me. All right, so those are the yeah. announcements. Uh, guess email shaft at micecast.com, Greg at uh, micecast.com. Uh, Mike at micecast.com, our website, you know, all that crap's all the same. Yeah. Micecast.com, if you hadn't figured that out. <laughs> yeah, if you're not bright enough to figure that out. How'd you subscribe to this podcast yeah. in the first? <laughs> uh, what's, anything coming up in the future for our shows anybody should know about, or do we need some more show topics people should we email got, us? We still got some emails we got to kind of get through, you know, some that are from like uh, June and July of 2008. Uh, yeah, they're last year stuff. Jeez, we're, we're still playing catch up. That's them. so 2008. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, we still have a, a duty to, you know, at least address them or read them I'm, or something. I'm sure there's somebody out there that wants our review of what we thought of uh, 
Oh, I screwed up that joke. Never mind. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> we're, we're so we're used to that, Richard. It's just not even a, uh, it's not even a surprise it's, it's, anymore. It's late. Yeah, did we uh, do Darth Vader's uh, the dark side uh, suggestion? I mean, we need, yeah, you're right. We probably got a few to go back and get yeah. to. Yeah. So there's there's but if anybody has any questions or does have any uh, ideas of shows that show topics they'd like us to uh, feel do, free to email. Them. Or if you just like what we do, please feel free to email so we can feel better we'd... about ourselves. And and, yeah. and if you don't, in the Canadian words, take off. Take off. <laughs> yes. All so, right. so, so we're gonna wrap up with that then. Is that the plan? Yeah, we'll wrap up with take off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish I had that song. I do. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> Good night, guys. All right. See ya.